Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I am Regina Lawrence, your host. I am a lawyer turned soulful business and life strategist and a transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I have created a community of women who can truly be all of the things. Successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be the person that society dictates or demands for us to be anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can truly be whoever we want and that person can be all of the things. Welcome to my podcast. All right, we're live. Episode one, All the Things Podcast with Regina Lawrence. I am Regina Lawrence. And if I'm being really honest, I've been procrastinating creating this episode for a really, really long time. And if you know anything about me or if you're new to me, I am a soulful business and life strategist. So I literally teach people how to create businesses that are in alignment with their soul's contract on the planet at this moment in time. But I also am a procrastinator, like every fucking human being can be. And I'm a perfectionist, and perfectionism leads often to procrastination. It's like a story we tell ourselves. If you are a perfectionist, you know what I'm talking about. You don't get started because you're like, well, fuck, if I started, I'm not going to do it perfect. So I need to make sure I do it perfectly, but then we don't do anything. This podcast has been in the works for far too long. It's actually embarrassing if I tell you when I actually first started to record episodes. So here we are. I decided I teach people for a fucking living how to just do things, right? Get up, take messy action. As my friend Kat Golden says, it needs to be a B plus or better. So that's what this podcast is. It's my B plus effort at getting my message out to the world. So yeah, so this is me doing that. I wanted to do a couple things in this first episode. I want to take some time and connect with you all and share with you who I am, why I made this podcast to begin with, and what my intention is behind the podcast. So the the podcast is called All the Things with Regina Lawrence. And (sighs) there's so much to say about this. I'm 33 years old. And I'm an attorney who doesn't practice anymore. I practiced for seven years. And in my journey through these 33 years on this planet, I have felt that as human beings, we are put in these little nice boxes so that people can understand us, quote unquote, can compartmentalize us and can in their human brain, figure out who is this person and how do they fit into my understanding of what they are. And that's not how we are. That's not how, that's how we perceive people as humans. That's how we document them in our brains. But as human beings, we're not in all these tiny little boxes. And so what I've realized as a woman who's gone through really a lot of different phases in life, I've been a lawyer, I've been a partner to you know men I've been in relationships with, I've been a fiance, I've been a daughter, 
I've been a Catholic. I've been a spiritual woman who meditates. I have been, you know, somebody who has really strong, intuitive, channeling, spiritual gifts. I've had all of these different things that have culminated who I am as a woman and as a person on this planet. And each time I step into one of those categories, there's all these things that we're supposed to be. And I'm so fucking tired of it. When I was an attorney, you can't be too much of anything. You can't be too pretty. You can't curse. you got to kind of be like a whitewashed wall. Uh, you know, when, when you're in a relationship, you can't, oh, don't be too sexual. Don't dress too provocative. When you're a spiritual woman, you know, you are to look and to be a certain way. And a lot of times society thinks of us as on a yoga mat, oming and in prayer. And that woman on the yoga mat in prayer cannot be the woman who's making a dick joke and drinking tequila. And that's who I am. And I realized that we, especially as women, and this is for men too, listen, everything I say is for men and women, but I am a woman. I chose to be a woman in this lifetime. I'm in a female body. And so I'm sorry if you're a man listening and I'm speaking to women, but that's who I am. So... Thank you for being here if you're a man, but I'm a female and I'm speaking to my ladies for the most part because that's who I feel really called to serve. Um, As a woman, we are so put into these boxes of what we should be, who we should be, how we should be it, and that's fucking absurd. And so I have decided that one of my, I haven't decided, I've remembered that one of my missions in this lifetime is to really hold space And allow women to be whoever the fuck they want to be in this lifetime. And that person can change from minute to minute. We can literally be all the things. You can be a sexual woman who is spiritual and brilliant and funny, who connects to the divine and who makes a dick joke and who likes to drink or who likes to smoke pot or who likes to do whatever it is that you feel in alignment to be doing in this lifetime. And that's so beautiful, right? That's so liberating. But we live in a society where even though things are evolving and listen, shit's popping and evolving really quickly energetically, we still are humans and we put people in boxes and we expect things to look and be a certain way. So this podcast is going to be a space to empower you to be all the things. And whatever that looks like and feels like for you, it's fucking awesome. And so for me, being all the things right now means that I get to show up as I am. I get to have beautiful spiritual experiences. I get to have incredible sexual connections with other human beings. I get to drink the coffee I love and buy a designer handbag if that feels good and spend time with my friends and, you know, do all the things that are in alignment with me in this moment and I want to empower you to do the same. And so the guests that I'll bring on this podcast are people who I have collected along this journey, beautiful souls in all different areas of life who embody all of the things, who are living life on their own terms, and who can teach us something about their journey. And for me, it's just going to depend on 
what's going on in the world, what you guys want to hear, who you want to hear from. But my ultimate goal is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel empowered. You listen to this podcast and you think, fuck, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that. That part of myself that I hide and I tuck away from the world, I'm not doing it anymore. So that's truly my intention. A little bit about me. And I was, I've really been going back and forth about what to share about myself with all of you right now in this very first episode because there's so many chapters of my life and I feel like in this lifetime I've lived so many lives like I've been the good Catholic girl who wanted to wait to have sex until she got married and held on to that into my 20s I have been a fiance I have been a partner to somebody who I spent five years of my life with and loved so dearly. I was a practicing attorney for almost seven years. I was a law school professor. I have been in so many different stages and phases and places and educational institutions that it's hard for me to pick exactly what to share with you. But I'll share a little bit of my backstory And really how this All of the Things podcast came to light. And then as time goes on, I'll probably share bits and pieces of my journey more topically in episodes. Um, So I am 33 years old, the perfect age. My mom would say the age that Christ came into the world to do his work. (laughs) And uh, I grew up in a very large Italian, Irish, Northeast, Philadelphia family. And I have four brothers and four sisters and two parents who are still alive. And uh, my childhood was pretty crazy. I grew up with a lot of addiction around me, both addictions to substances and a lot of codependence and a lot of chaos and my dad worked full time my mom was a stay-at-home mom and really did the best she could do she was a super super conservative catholic she still is daily mass attendee and it was in that chaos that i came out being a codependent fixer number three high on the enneagram high achiever Virgo and that personality was really born out of necessity I knew that I wanted my life to be different and I knew that I wanted to create a really different life for myself and so a lot of times high achievers talk about the pressure that was put on them by their parents or their family I didn't really have that I put a lot of pressure on myself to be different, to be better, to to live a life that looked and felt different. And so I carried that through my life and really tried to put myself in boxes and fit in because let's be honest, as you're going to learn, I'm a really fucking quirky girl. I have lots of quirks, I have lots of odd talents, I have lots of weird skills, and I've always been this, at my core, a really eccentric woman, and also (laughs) in my like 
pre-pubescent and pubescent years, I was really, really not cute, (laughs) which has like helped to shape my character and my personality. It's just, it's funny. It's funny to think back, but I'm a weirdo and I just wanted to be normal, quote unquote. I just wanted to be accepted. I just wanted people to, to love me and to accept me and I would chameleon in to whatever people wanted from me. And so I was the good girl. I was the good girl who did not get into trouble. I literally did nothing wrong in high school and into college. And I really spent so much time working hard and putting a lot of pressure on myself to be the best, to be better, to be better, to be better than my circumstances. And that really pushed me into going to law school. I am not a girl who woke up in her childhood and was like, I want to be a lawyer. Like I grew up in a family where my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My sisters all got married really young and starting, started having kids. None of my sisters went to college and got a four-year education because it wasn't really encouraged and it wasn't super promoted. My parents are kind of old school. My parents are in their 70s now. So... You know, my sisters got married and had children and that almost became my life. I got somebody proposed to me my senior year of high school and thankfully I knew it wasn't right. My intuition said it wasn't right and I ran from that relationship and I'm so thankful that I did because it turned out to be a real fucked up thing. I'll have to do an episode on that because it was wild. Um, Yeah, and so I really pushed myself and pushed myself to go to law school. Never wanted to practice, but wanted to be a political journalist. And all the different women who I studied had had law degrees. So I thought, I guess I can do this. And before I went to law school, like I never grew up wanting to be a doctor or wanting to be a lawyer because I just didn't think I was smart enough. But, you know, I when it was time to go, when I decided I was going to go, I was like, okay. You're just going to figure this out and you're going to do it because this is going to help change the trajectory of your life. So I went to law school and uh, quickly within law school, the girl who didn't want to practice loved trial work. And when I started law school, I was like, I never want to be in front of people. I never want to speak in public. And that changed very quickly because I went on to be a trial attorney and a litigator, which means I was in court. I was in front of judges. I was in front of juries. And I loved that. I thrived doing that. And so I went through law school and I got my first job out of law school as a civil federal trial attorney, which is something that young attorneys just don't do. It's unheard of to be trying cases and to be doing the work I got to do. And that was really fucking exciting. So then I went from being Regina the good girl to Regina the law student. In law school, I got engaged to Regina the fiance. And then we broke up right before the day, the day after the bar exam. And then I became Regina the lawyer. And then I met my ex-partner. And I became Regina the significant other who was a lawyer. And I just kept putting myself in box after box after box. I went from my first job as an attorney to my second job as an attorney where <clears throat> I did you know, work where I was, wasn't really in court anymore, but I was working for more high-profile clients. And it was in that job that I realized how unhappy I was with my life. 
I had spent so many years of my life seeking happiness. I just wanted to be happy. I wanted to feel fulfilled. And I went from thing to thing trying to find fulfillment. I literally went from man to man, from job to job, from educational degree to educational degree, trying to find fucking fulfillment in life. And none of it was working. Literally none of it was working. I remember my very first trial. And remember, this is after going to college for four years, going to law school for three years, and getting a master's of law. Okay, A lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money went into this. And tried my very first full trial. And the judge came back and found in favor of us. We won. That was a moment that I had been waiting for, like, forever, right? I had invested so much time and money and energy into this. And I remember the judge came back and the verdict was for us and I felt nothing. And I thought, huh, I don't feel anything. And I just wanted to go take a nap. And that was a really fucking wild, pivotal moment for me. Fast forward to my practice later and I was just feeling so unfulfilled. I had a I'd been with my partner for years at that point. We had a house together. At at that point, I was literally doing all of the things I thought I was supposed to do. And I had this moment where I was doing work for a client and I started to have a panic attack. And listen, I was stressed and anxious my whole life. It was my identity. It was what my whole life was tied to. And this one was different. And so I got out of my office chair. I closed the door. And I was sweating, I was shaking, I was crying. And I lay down on my office floor, I put on a headspace meditation, and I'm laying there in a pencil skirt and a pair of Louboutins with my arms stretched out in a cross-like position. And I just lay there and tears just trickled down the side of my face onto the carpet. And I thought, what am I doing? Like, is this my life? Am I going to spend the rest of my life in such unhappiness? And I knew in that moment that there had to be something better for me. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how I was going to change the trajectory of my life. But I knew with absolute fucking certainty that I was done feeling the way I felt on that office floor. I was done. And... That catapulted me into literally changing my whole life. I was 27 years old at the time, and I'm 33 now. And the last six years of my life have been so transformative. And I can say that they've been transformative only because I actually have taken massive action. And I always thought I was an action taker. I mean, I was. But... I've really set an intention to find some sort of peace and some sort of happiness in my day-to-day life. And so that led me on this journey. I worked with a mindset and a business coach for three years. And through that coaching and through the training that I underwent and the studies that I underwent, I, I realized that I, I wasn't the only person laying on my office floor crying. I realized I wasn't the only person who had spent a lifetime seeking external happiness to fulfill me. I realized that so many of us have 
been doing that our whole lives. And we go from thing to thing, from job to man, to hobby, to house, to physical item, thinking it's going to make us feel something. And maybe for a second it does. Maybe for a few seconds it does. But then we're left with ourselves. Wherever we go, there we are, right? And that's what I realized was that anything I needed or wanted was only going to come from inside of me. No one is ever going to fulfill me. No one is ever going to fulfill me in, in the way that my heart and my soul really desires. And so I've really had to change my relationship with everything in my life. And so from working with my business and life coach, I've realized that I wanted to help people who were suffering like I was suffering. And I wanted to help facilitate transformation, not because I know everything, but because I had a lot of experiences that I think, and, and I don't just think, I know a lot of people are having. And that's where it all really shifted for me. That's why I'm sitting here talking to myself (laughs) in a microphone in my apartment on a Saturday night. (laughs) That's where shit really shifted. And that's where my business came from. And it, it, it has been through this journey over the past six years that I've looked at myself. I've looked at who I was and who I am and who I'm becoming And I realized that we are trying to be somebody else's definition often of what they think we should be. And we're trying to fit into society's definition of how we should be. I spent so many years of my life trying to make myself smaller, physically smaller, right? Like making my body smaller making my personality smaller, making my voice smaller, not taking up space, saying I'm sorry, literally fitting into this narrow little box of Regina the daughter, Regina the lawyer, Regina the partner. Like, and I'm not fitting in a fucking box, man, and neither are you. Like, we are here in this moment in time, in this lifetime, for a really fucking definitive, beautiful purpose. And part of that purpose is to take up so much space and to stop apologizing for who we are and for why we are here and for why we are on this planet, right? Like we are here to do massive things, beautiful, massive things, and to take up space and to not apologize for it and to literally be all the things that we are called to be to carry out that mission, truly. And that's something I've realized over the past six years. And that is why I'm sitting here in front of a microphone by myself on a Saturday night because that is what we are called to do. All of us. If you are listening to this podcast, it's not by chance. You are listening to it because you are here for a fucking purpose. Act on it. Live it. 
take up space. Don't say you're sorry. Be bold. That is going to look so different from, for all of us. Your mission might not be to sit alone on a Saturday night and to record a podcast and share it with people. Your mission might look completely different, but this is literally the moment in time to step the fuck into it fully. Step fully into it. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be a business owner like I am. You don't have to be a coach. You can be anything, but step into who you are and step into your life and own it. And that's what I want to come from this. That's what anything I share with you, you guys, about my story, about my past, about my processes, any guests that I bring on is only coming on, is only being shared with you to empower you, to step in, to lean all the way in. I every day really try, I'm trying to lean in and it's not perfect. And like this, literally this podcast has been put off for so long because I have had so much fear of it not being good enough, of it not being perfect and of not leaning in. And it's not going to be perfect and I'm not going to edit it. And it is what it is and it will be the tool that it is. And that's okay. I'm leaning into it. So that's a little bit about me. (laughs) That's a little bit about where I've come from. And this is a little bit of permission for you. So much permission for you. I hope you gain so much permission from me in this podcast and from my guests and from the lessons and the stories that we share. As women and as human beings, not just women, uh, we are often raised with this notion of what life should look like, how we should be. Um, For me, I always think about like the good, like you should live a good life and a good life looks like X and X equals whatever people told you was a good life. Uh, Marry a good partner, get a good job, do the good things, raise good children. And in my life, I've I've realized that a lot of those definitions of good, they didn't come from me. They came from somebody else's expectation of me, whether it was my parents or society or my interpretation of my parents and society, which is often the case. We create stories about what we think they want us to be or don't want us to be, right? Through our veils of being children uh, or our view as being a child. Um, And so we often... Most of us, I'm realizing, get to this moment in life where we're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, how did I get here? You know, nobody's really looking at us as little children and saying, what did your soul come here to do? And how do I help facilitate that? And so then we have these, you know, it used to be the midlife crisis, right? Like the 50-year-old crisis. Now we have like the 30-year-old crisis because it's getting worse because we're not looking at ourselves and we're not taught to look at ourselves and ask, what did my soul come here to do? What makes me happy? What lights me up? What is fucking fulfilling for me in this lifetime? How do I serve in the best way with my gifts that I have? And that's something that I've realized in my own life. And I give you guys so much permission to do the same thing in yours. 
to take time and to look at yourself and to say, what am I doing here? Am I happy? Am I fulfilled? How can I be happier? How can I be more fulfilled? How can I live a life that's more aligned? That's something that I ask myself all the time and I check in on that. Like, how do I feel about this? And so I just invite you guys to ask yourself those questions too because they've been so pivotal for me um, on this journey of figuring out who I am and of really embracing this concept of being all of the things, right? So... I just wanted to take that time in this first episode and just share a little bit about me and why don't why am I here with you <laughs> and where did I come from and what do I want this podcast to look like and episode one is like such a fun thing because we're gonna look back and even in a few months and like the shape of this podcast could be so different than what I intended it to be. And that's so fucking cool, right? Uh, I'm going to look back at this first episode and think, wow, you just recorded an episode in your living room, right? Like, it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool moment in time that we get to live in, that we can do these things. It's also a really interesting moment in time. I want to share it. It's currently... 1022 on March 28th and we're right in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak in the United States. I'm living in Phoenix, Arizona right now. And it's a really wild moment in time, guys, which is also why I got so inspired to finally record this episode because life is a little bit slower right now and I think we're all really looking at our lives and what we're doing and how we're showing up and and, and what we've been doing in this life, right? And for some people, this these moments of silence and stillness where we can't just run and go and, and be with our friends is really hard. And even for me, I'm an introverted extrovert and I like to go out to eat and I like to be with the people and it's been really interesting because when we sit in the silence, we, when we sit in the white space, we are with ourselves. We cannot escape. And I'm really feeling that energy on the planet right now. So I'll, I'll definitely comment on that more in another episode. But I just wanted to document where we are in the world right now and what's happening and It's a really interesting moment in time. So with that, I am sending you all massive love tonight. I am sending you all so much love and permission. And I just ask that whatever you're feeling on your heart to lean into, to step into, to be in, to start to fucking lean in. That's all I want from you. Whatever is on your heart, whatever you're feeling pulled to do, even if it scares the living shit out of you, just do it. Just lean in a little bit. And let's all together start to really embrace this concept of being all the things. Of being all the things and letting go of the definitions and the boxes that people put us in because it's so we're so over that it's 2020 that's like so like that's so not the time that we're living in and so 
as a collective and as a community, I really hope that you'll embrace this concept of being all the things. So with that, I send you all so much love, so, so much love from my apartment right now. I'm sending you so much love, so much light, so much angelic protection right now. Um, if, if you feel good about this podcast, if something about this spoke to you, please share it on your Instagram feed. I'm at Regina A. Lawrence on Instagram. Share it on your feed. Share it with a friend. Rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I would love, love, love to really get this out to the collective because there's a lot of people like us out there who are seeking this permission and are wanting to be all of the things. And I hope that this podcast can really be that permission slip that we're all seeking. So love you guys. Have such a beautiful week.